Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Hey, Ed. Well, hey, Jeffy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be recording our next podcast after we've I, launched it. I know we're so excited about that, y'all. We um, so a little background. We uh, yeah, y'all. I I did that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't beat the southern out of me. You can try. I might like it, but you can try. <laughs> so we um we launched our episodes at Brian Buffini's Peak. We've been mm-hmm. getting great feedback. Our yep. uh, family members seem to like it, so that's good. Hopefully, you all <laughs> like it, too. Our family, biggest supporters. <laughs> biggest supporters. So, but yeah, uh, we, um, sorry, this, is, this yeah. is one of the pieces of feedback we got, isn't it, that I'm always talking over you. <laughs> I love it. You can keep going. Don't worry about that. Just be you, Jeffy. That's all why right. we get the viewership we get. All Just right. be you. Okay. Well, One of the greatest things I think, well, there's so many great things that we took away from Peak, but really is this podcast that we want to talk to you about. So why don't you start the ball rolling there, Mr. Ed? Yeah. So one of the things that we picked up on when we were out at Peak, and again, that's Brian Buffini's really uh, top, top top conference that he puts on. They've got, Mm -hmm. what, a thousand people at it? Top agents in the the kind of coaching system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and one of the things we were picking up on is, you know, the the real the real estate market, the housing market has peaked, and yeah. um, we were getting wind of that. And then I noticed, and I think you did too, that things were getting a little squirrely while we were out there, and in the in the following weeks, which made us want to kind of do a deep dive on this in our markets and be in a position to advise our clients and prepare for this next phase in the real estate market. Sure. So uh, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the squirrely behavior you've been seeing and, and yeah. kind of what made us look at the numbers? Yeah, sure. You know, countrywide, and one of the most beautiful things about going to these events, and especially Peak, is that we're surrounded by the top, you know, three to five percent of realtors in, in the country. Actually, we had people from Canada and we had, I think we had one person from Australia. So, I mean, we're talking, we get, it, it's a cool Petri dish to be in because you get a lot of really great information. But the general consensus was that buyers are getting nervous. So we're each market is different, but you know, our market, we had a consistent 15 plus offers per property. And we're down to two to five at this point. And of those 2.5, when we're talking about squirreliness, is that these buyers are, you know, bidding and bidding and bidding. And then they get into escrow and they're like, holy crap, I don't know if I want to do this. So we've had more people backing out, interest rates on the rise. They're just nervous. And so I think nervous and squirrely is kind of probably in the same, in the same realm. And that is not just San Diego. That is countrywide. And I know you're feeling that too. Yeah, feeling it too. And what I've noticed in the last few weeks, and again, our contract structure is different. We can, we can get yeah. into some of that on other episodes. But but um, what I was seeing is we would get big activity on the weekend. Sellers would set deadlines and then they would mm-hmm. immediately back away from them and either accept the offer or move the deadline up, right. which is 
which then puts buyers in a in a like, oh my gosh, what's happening? They either back out or they they freak out. Because mm-hmm. um, when you see a seller do that, that's telling you, hey, they didn't get the response that they thought they were going to get. They thought they were going to get mm-hmm. ten offers. Now they're really only getting maybe one, and they're panicking a little bit. Right. And then buyers were doing strange stuff. You know, they would go under contract, and then the due, you know big due diligence fees wouldn't show up. Or they they'd get buyer's remorse right away. So it made me think that the market's kind of in this inflection point where it's changing. Sure. And so um, we gave some thought about that, did some research, and I think there were some some key factors that are at play. Did you want to talk about kind of the list of those, and then we can yeah. dive in? Yeah. So we let's we can talk about that, but I think more than anything, we. Ed and I wanted to do this podcast because we feel like this is the most perfect opportunity to educate your sellers and your buyers. And what we're doing is we're coming in pre the media really going crazy with misinformation. So we're boots on the ground. Ed, I, every realtor listening to this we're boots on the ground. We know what's happening right now. And so we're going to go through a few things, but we really hope that you take this information so that when you're sitting in front of a client at a listing appointment, you can explain, hey, timeframes are changing. The market is changing. The sky is not falling. There, here, here are some facts that you can share with them so that when you've been on the market for 30 days plus, which is going to happen, they're prepared, meaning you're client is prepared and you will look like a rock star because you have laid this out from the beginning. So that's really our huge point that we're trying to get across today. Ed, why don't you run with the points and then I'm just going to, I'm going to chime in as we go. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do that. And um, again, we're, we're putting our money where our mouth is on this. We've made a commitment to each other that we're calling all our A pluses, A's, and B's in the next 40 days. So again, those people have referred us multiple times, once, or past clients, Sphere, and giving them this talk track about what's going yeah. on. So we encourage you to do that as well. So, With huge, um, hugely positive feedback, by the way. These clients, everybody that we've called so far is just like, oh, God, thank you. We appreciate that. How cool is this? And again, you're ahead of the media giving information. So you're really, really looking like a strong professional in your business. Yeah, exactly. So so what's causing this, this peak of the market? It's, it's really coming down to a few key factors. One, interest rates are rising. We all know that, but it, it was interesting to look at it because when you're in the mix, you kind of forget it's gone up like two and an eighth since the beginning yeah. of the year, mm-hmm. which means even if prices weren't going up, affordability, I think, would would be like 54% less. You know, it's just like that kind of a jump in cost. Right. So that is a factor. So we've got interest rates going up. Um, we'll talk a little bit more big picture of why that's happening so you can explain that to your clients. Two, stock market's going down. Stock market's down 20%. Now, it's true that the stock market is not the economy, but it does make people feel either wealthy or not. And so when they see their portfolios crunching and costs are going up, that's a concern. And then three, inventory is starting to increase. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important. And we're going to, again, talk a little bit more in detail on that and how important it is to track those numbers. But those are like the three key factors that are creating this, this kind of peak. 
And then the fourth thing after we go and discuss that is we want to chat about, okay, how do you take action on this? What do you do? What do you advise your clients to do in this situation? Right. So uh, shall we dive in on the interest rate increase and and yeah, let's start there. Okay. I'm going to keep talking if that's all right, and you can you can chime in here. Yeah, absolutely. So it's by design. Inflation is out there, and that's why the interest rates are going up. Uh, inflation's running at about 9% right now. The Federal Reserve's target for that is between 2 and 4%. So they're looking at, at uh, increases, and they're saying, hey, we need to slow this down. So right. the way you do that is to increase interest rates to make it more expensive to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. So you get inflation when there's more demand than supply. So if you need to borrow money to go do that, then you know it gets more expensive. So, right. so that's that's working because we're mm-hmm. seeing buyers, you know, the affordability. There's there's segments that are saying, "Hey, we got to hold." Correct, because they they're well. First of all, they might be in markets like San Diego, where I've had to have conversations with two buyers. In the last week, saying, hey, uh, unfortunately, at this point, you cannot buy in San Diego. You just don't have the buying power to do that. Um, One thing that's really interesting, and uh, Brian Buffini brought this up at peak, is that with this current situation happening in our financial world, he does not, and most analysts do not see a drop in our housing prices. And I think that's a very important talk track to have with your buyers. On the flip side of that, it's also a very important conversation to have with our sellers too, because you know, if you're listing a home at 900,000, they're probably not going to be getting 1.1. They might be getting 925. So pricing properties is going to be really important and setting the expectation because that's those two things for a buyer and a seller are going to be one of the biggest pieces that they'll have to get comfortable with. And if we talk to them about that up front, it's very important. We're going to have a couple links in the show links to some articles on this too, so you can see it. A couple are from uh, Keeping Current Matters, which is a great you know real estate focused blog. But one of the things they showed is that the expectation for this slowdown, it's not going to be like 2008. It's right. going to be more like 1980, 81. So it's going to be old school rock and roll. It ain't going to be hip hop. Yeah. You know, that was a depression. <laughs> <laughs> that was a depression in, in, in our industry. Nailed yeah. right on focus on it. This right. is going to be 80s Led Zeppelin stagflation. That's what mm-hmm. it's going to be. Yeah. And stagflation is yeah. a term. I'm old enough to remember it. I was in college, you know, when that hit. Yeah. But um, it's when costs are going up, inflation, and then the economy's decreasing. GDP's right. going down, right? Right. And so right. that's what we're going to see. But because inf- because real estate is such a great hedge against inflation, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of demand for it, and it'll 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 still continue to either hold slightly, or or go up. It can even go up a little bit. And you'll see in the show notes, there's a graph showing uh, housing prices, what happened during recessionary periods from 1980 to what we're walking into. And only a couple of them were negative. So it's it's not the sky is falling. We're not going back to 2008. And that's something really important to tell your clients. 
Yes, because that's where people, like what you were talking about at the beginning of the show, where sellers might set a deadline for offers to be received, and then they start flipping out because they don't have 15 offers, and then they just, you know, they take one. Well, that's not in their best interest, like you said, because it sends the message that the market is shifting and changing, which it is, but it's not shifting and changing downward at this moment. I mean, that could change by the time we do our next show, but if you educate your your sellers right now, very important to let them know to stay within those time frames, hold their course, you know, see what offers come in and and make an educated decision. Right. I want to I want to jump in here really quick. One of the one of the neat things that we talked about at peak was um how $100 in 2001 today is worth $61. So marinate on that for a minute. $100 is now worth $61. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of takes us into what we can be advising our clients on now who can't afford to buy in my market and, you know, several markets, even your market in Chapel Hill is, is super high too. Yeah. But, you know, and go ahead and share maybe a couple ideas about that because you obviously got my husband Cody and I to uh, jump on board and Brian had some really great things to say about investing in real estate. So that's an interesting yeah. point and something they can share, agents can share with their, their buyers. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the t- you know we'll get into tactics on what you do, but you know, look for um, investment real estate. Don't when in inflationary periods, you don't want to sit on cash, right? So look for investment real estate in markets where you can get positive cash flow mm-hmm. and put that away because you know you're going to get rental increases. And so you know, reach out to your network, think out beyond your market, and that's what Jeffy and her husband did. We found some great things in North Carolina that that worked to where now. You know, we're hedging against inflation. And that kind of brings to the second point, which is, you know, the stock market decreasing because people are like, oh, God, where did I put my money? You know, I don't want to mm-hmm. hold it in cash and the market's going down. Well, I could do that, but that's painful. Right. So it's a good time to talk to them with folks that are that have some some cash laying around and don't want to see it chewed up to the tune of nine to ten percent a year, just just losing losing that money because of the cost of things. Right. You know, put it into investment real estate. I think that leads us really to the key third point, which is inventory. Watch your inventory numbers. And I know we're ringing there. We want to keep it short, but I want to dive into this one. If you know, I, I looked at our market and I track absorption every week. I haven't been doing that for a long time. And mm-hmm. since the first week of April, our inventory has doubled. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay. Now, <laughs> It's a small number, you know, that's like it's gone from like half a month of supply to or four tenths of a month to eight tenths of a month. Okay. Right. And and equilibrium six months. But you need to know those numbers and dig in and and, and keep an eye on it because inventory is going to lead to market behavior on pricing and days on market and expectations. And the way I've thought about it is the last 18 months, we've really been like an auction house, you know, creating an auction environment to where our sellers can maximize from that. And we put out, it's like a blind auction and the list price is the reserve price. Yeah. And we, that's not typical, that's not typical real estate marketing. Mm -hmm. And as that, if, if we're not careful, we can create that expectation with our sellers and fall flat on our face. 
And I can guarantee you that there are other folks out there, other realtors that are, are not waking up to that. And you can have some opportunities by doing kind of old school real estate marketing. And I'd like for you to dive into that because you've got great ideas on that, Jeffy. Sure. So one of the things that Ed did share with me was this absorption market tracker, which is really cool. And I will share with you my numbers. So November of 21, we had a hundred pending. So that that in in my small, I just did a very small La Mesa. San Diego, California, because I wanted to keep a very keep it very tight. And that was November 17th. And as of May 24th, we have 52. Wow. That's that's almost a 50% decrease in pending properties. So the more you know your numbers, the more you watch your market. And I'm not I'm not saying wait for your title rep to send you the information that's three months old. I'm talking if you track your numbers every week like Ed does, I'm still trying. <laughs> Look, I'm messy in the middle. There. I'm <laughs> the messy one, okay? But yeah, just knowing and understanding those numbers will truly help you when you're when you're talking to your clients because it shows that you understand your market. Old school marketing. So, let's let's talk about that a little bit. You know, we've um oh my god, did we watched an interview on at Peak about I think it was a Redfin agent who said, yeah, we just put a sign in the ground and we sell our properties. Well, okay, poo-poo on that. First of all, we've never done that. Buffini agents yeah. don't do that. But yeah. what what you do need to do is you need to have a really good plan. You need to go back to the basics of being an A-plus agent. That's understanding pricing. That's having a great communication schedule. My business partner, Joe, and I talk to our clients a minimum of two times a week while we have a listing explaining who's been through the property, what their feedback has been, what, you know, what kind of information are we getting on offers? Because the more you communicate with a client, the longer and better your relationship will be. And I think we talked about this in a podcast where a fish gets stinky after <laughs> A period of time, you know, because <laughs> we're not communicating and, oh my God, I don't want to call that client because their house hasn't sold. Be prepared for these conversations. Get your talk tracks down. Get yourself organized. Now is the time to get all your systems in place. And, um, you know, I think we'd, a great podcast would be systemizing uh, your business. Yep. And there are so many incredible agents with great systems. And if anybody wants to come on and be a guest, we would love to have you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you one other thing that I'm going to look to be doing in my next okay. round of listings. And Jeffy does this, but pre-inspects. I'm going back uh, to that. Yes. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's reasons contractually in North Carolina where we've been able to not do that, but it's going to change and I want to be ahead of it and yep. I want to lower the risk for the buyer when they're looking at these huge due diligence fees and they know, well, I've already got a pre-inspect on this one. Mm. That's going to change the game. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a huge uh, one. So again, uh, the sky ain't falling. Nope. It's changing. It's yep. changing, but it's still a nice, uh, clear day out there. But you want to be, you want to be ahead of it, and that's what we hope you'll do. Yeah, we do. Actually, you guys pick up the phone, call your clients, get them educated. The more educated they are, the more listings and buyers that you'll have. You'll shine like a beautiful star. <laughs> this is the kind of information you need to be sharing with your people. 
Absolutely. And we'll come back and look at those numbers on coming weeks because yeah, that, that's great. the old analyst in me. I love doing that stuff. I know you do. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much. Again, Messy in the Middle, where we believe you can have a thriving business and a balanced life. And uh, we're here to serve. Take yeah, care. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ed. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the show gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.